What up, people? Beautiful world. What's good? What's good? How you doing? I think I got a little too close to the mic. Well, Ranzoli did say you'd like to give it fellatio. Hey, yo. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Terrible Reception Podcast. I am Jetplane J. I'm so rusty at this now. My name is Jay Suarez, a.k.a. Jetplay J on all social media platforms. And right in front of me is... <laughs> the number one long-haired, bearded Jesus of trappiness. Trap Jesus on Instagram. How you guys doing? I hope you guys had a great week while we were gone. Yes, sir. This is about to get terrible again. Yes, and you are now tuned into Terrible Reception Podcast. Thank you again for joining us. If you haven't already, make sure you... Go to YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, leave all that good stuff on YouTube. Turn on that bell notification so that way you can get a notification every time we drop a video. Boom. Head over to pa- uh, Apple Podcasts, leave a review. I'm going to put that ding in there next time because I always hear it in my head and exactly. I want to hear the bell notification from YouTube. So I can be like, in there? ding. No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to put one in. There is no ding. Head over to YouTube and uh, turn on that bell notification. Um, on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and leave a review, please, because it helps us shoot up in the rankings. And anybody that stumbles across the show will check out that we have five stars and these guys are cool. And I love the content that they talk about. So they'll be like, okay, let me subscribe here and let me listen to these fuckos. And on Spotify, <laughs> terrible reception fuckos. <laughs> and just on uh, Spotify, just follow the podcast and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. That's always important. You know, word of mouth is the best form of advertisement. So, um, got a lot to talk about today. Got yes, a lot sir. of stuff in my notes. Um, I guess we can start off. We haven't done this in a minute, but let's start off with... Signal, signal check. check. <laughs> now, signal I don't check. know why I like high Hitler on that one. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not what it should be. It's the complete opposite, actually. <laughs> signal check is when we check it. For anybody that hasn't... Um, Checked in on the show. Uh, and for anybody that needs a reminder, because we haven't done it in a minute, um, signal check is just us checking in with each other, making sure we're good, mental health-wise, health-wise in general. So, how was your week, sir? How's it going? I'm, I've been good. I've been chilling. Um, I did a, did a couple uh, shoots. <clears throat> I'm just in the editing world. Editing world is killing me this week, though. I've been editing to the point, like, I've dizzied myself. You need to send me some stuff, because I, I felt like I wasn't doing anything this week. That was fine. I felt unproductive to the point where I was, like, sitting, staring out the window. Like, I felt like I should be doing something. <laughs> you're, you're thinking of uh-huh. things to do uh-huh. in your daydream uh-huh. while looking at it happen in front of you. Exactly. Because it's like, if we don't have a gig that particular week, I'm usually, like, busy doing the podcast video. So I'll dedicate more time to, like, promo videos or like promo clips or whatever but this week it was like nothing because yeah we- i dealt like with a couple nightmare clients unfortunately there's a lot of drama uh i don't know like it was cool like besides that i went to a nice little french spot with Ange. what was it called it was called um madame claude bistro in jersey city big shout out to them Especially Lucy behind the bar. She was like a woman. She got Lucy Goosey. Maybe like maybe my mom's age. Mm-hmm. And she just made these incredible drinks. I had like this uh, lavender infused gin 
with like lemon bitters in it. It was like incredible because it was like really. What the hell is a lemon bitter? <laughs> lemon bitter is it's it's like um usually bitters were used as a form of medication back in the day. Mm. So it's like how do I explain it? Um, is it in a lemon? No, no. It's like it's like they take what it is of the bitters. It's kind of like an herbal concoction. Mm. So they add that, and if it has the essence of lemon, it's like a lemon bitters. Uh, so bitters was usually made to help you overly digest something. Okay. So it like it runs through your system. I think it was like a lot of Caribbean cultures use bitters to um, flush yourself out to detox. Mm. But when used in the form of like a cocktail, it's really pleasant because the layers of like the drink, it was it was kind of like this, right? Like certain drinks, it's like, I get it. You're sugary, you're this, you're that. This was like essence of the drink, lavender. Like you're like, oh shoot, nostalgia, French garden vibe. And then it was like, oh, is it going to get sweet? And then it cuts off and then it's like a whiskey in the sense like it hits your palate and you're like, whoa, this is tough. Mm. So like I thought there was a lot of layers to it. There's another one called um, it's like French something. It wasn't like a French word, but it was called French... Oh no! That the, the the last one it wasn't. I think it was gin, but it was also mixed with champagne. Hmm. I don't know. It was just really good. Um, had onion soup, had like a rabbit linguine and a white wine butter sauce. That was a weird transition because you were talking about drinks and you know, like I had a French soup, French onion soup. <laughs> Took a shot of that bad boy. Took a shit right <laughs> after. No, no, it was good. It was good. It was like really. Um, the owners were French. The the girl at the door that took people. To the table, she was French. I'm like, all right, cool. It's kind of like, you know, like how you've pointed out, like if culturally or like heritage wise, like if you see people at the restaurant that are of the culture, mm-hmm. like it's got to be somewhat good. Mm-hmm. This was definitely it. So highly recommended. Um, I don't know. It's just like a weekend that like I did good things. I checked out some pancake spot in the city. I had like a blueberry chocolate pancake. It was good. And I went to B&H. It was like a nice Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you should check out Bloom up the street. I think I told you yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, you told me it's about the Korean that. Korean French fusion Korean spot. and French fusion. Yeah. I wonder how that is because I'm thinking about Korean dishes and French and I'm trying to see like where they infused it. Yeah. You have an example? Uh, what did we have? We have so many, uh, so many plates that day that I can't even remember. I know they had bomb Korean fried chicken, which is great. It's always good. Not so French, though. Not so French at all. That's straight up Korean. Um, to be honest, I can't even remember any of this stuff. But everything, I, the thing I remember is like, I don't remember because there was a lot of plates on the table. I just wonder like when <laughs> they decide that like, are we going to do like a bulgogi? Mm-hmm. Are we going to do a buff bourguignon? Which is like buff bourguignon is like a French beef stew. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to do the beef from? Like, which side are we yeah. picking the beef from? You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did a really good... The The chef is Korean. And he did a really good job of combining everything. Everything that he put into a plate or a dish mm. was perfect. Whatever was on there was amazing. Um, I would have to look through the menu to, to remember what is it that we had. But I do remember that it was really, really good. I've revisited go Falbor uh, a couple times. Mm-hmm. And the more you go into the menu, 
like I've had their soups. Their soups are exceptional. Mm-hmm. Their fish dishes are exceptional. And um, I wasn't really a fan of the desserts last time. The first time we went. Mm-hmm. But they do make these fresh out of the oven madeleines. Madeleines. And they are exceptional. Like, really exceptional. Like, right. end your meal. With, if you go there again, end your meal with that. End your meal? Yeah, I, I mean, it's a dessert. An, I thought you said and Jamil. I'm oh, like, no. who's Jamil? You got to invite Jamil <laughs> because if you don't, he will catch feelings. <laughs> All right, let me see. I pulled up the menu. We had... The tacos were good there, surprisingly. That is neither French yeah. or... <laughs> well, they had spicy pork taco and bulgogi taco. Okay. Uh, kimchi fried rice with bulgogi that we have? No. We had the organic uh, chicken wings. Just the Korean fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like their brunch menu. Hold on. Spicy pork, blah, blah, blah. The octopus we had, which was really good. Uh, How was it prepared? Grilled Spanish octopus. And not French and everything else, but French. Salsa verde, squid ink, quinoa, and cauliflower, cauliflower puree. I we think maybe the that's the belly. Frenchest thing. The pork belly was really good. The cauliflower puree. It was in a jalapeno miso glaze, couscous, and sautéed broccoli rabe. The short rib. Yes, we had the short rib uh, with a carrot puree. That was really fucking spectacular. Okay, that's French. Carrot puree yeah. is French. So there's a lot of good stuff on here. I think we had the scallops too. You know, like when you have to go back in your phone... Be like, what the fuck did I do? Yo, I find myself doing that a lot. <laughs> oh, they also had a homemade chocolate mousse, mm-hmm. which was quite exceptional. So mental health-wise, how you feeling? Feeling good. I feel like... Weather's getting nice. I know. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I've been like crossing my fingers on. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to... Um, I did my laundry yesterday, and I just like cleaned the house... And took a nice walk in that 50 degree weather. And I was like, I feel human. Like, I like going outside and being active. I hate, like, just like you said, Mm -hmm. I hate being stagnant inside. Mm -hmm. There's something about it that just, like, it makes me aggy. So it's like, I hate being, uh, you know, in close proximity for too long. Yeah. I think it's just, like, our brains always being, you know, I don't know, busy and active. Yeah, you need, you need... You need somewhere to shake it off. Yeah. So, um, overall, mental health is good. Mental health is good. I'm, I'm like, like I'm really trying to think. Like, yeah, I was stressed out. Just like I said, like I was dealing with a couple like uh, outrageous like clients. But outside of that, like, there's a couple of people. Shout out to Sassy. Sassy. Um, she hit me up and she's like, "Oh, I have to like prolong." You know, working with you just a little bit, a couple things came up, mm-hmm. but I wanted to thank you for your time. And if there's any way I can pay you for the time you had me on the phone, I'd like to send you that in cash app form. I said, just the idea was enough. Mm-hmm. That made me happy because like... Sassy pants? Sassy pants. Dancer? Dancer. Oh. So like that was really kind. And then shout out to Jay Saint. Jay Saint hit me up and he's like, oh... Can you make a teaser for the music video? Because, like, I'd rather you do it because, like, you know, it's just your eye and stuff. And I was like, unfortunately, I'm not home this weekend. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, all right, no problem. I'll make it, and I'll make sure that I show you before I post it. I was like, thank you. <laughs> there's, like, there's people out here that, like. courtesy. Yeah, that, those two courtesies made up for, like, the three that I just wasn't having. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, there's a balance. And mm-hmm. I love that. Just to know yeah. that there's a balance in the universe, I was like, okay, I'm cool with it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You can't, <laughs> you can't have a bunch of spicy food without like some milk or some water. Like there's gotta be, there's gotta be a balance. You can't have overly salted food without some dessert afterwards. No, because you're gonna you're gonna wake up fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and how are you doing? What's up? And I can't wait for the video to drop. I want to see what everybody says. Domani. Yeah. yeah. I'm like going through my clips, uh, which reminds me, I got to send you them before I leave. So we could post those on the page tomorrow. Just okay. like some teasers, behind the scenes stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure I send them to Jay Saint. I don't know if he's ever posted them, but um, that'll be some dope shit. Yeah, it was a great I'm music excited. video. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. He's, already on, he's, he's already on to shooting for the next. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Um... Well, shout out to him. He got engaged. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you intentionally did that. No. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because I, I associate yellow and green with happy. And okay. I always forget which is the one with the clapping. And they're both right next to each other. It's like complete opposite. <laughs> For his fiance, he's in my, tears right now. My bad. Congratulations for getting engaged, guys. Yes. But uh does that yeah. fade out now? That one always faded out. The only one that never faded out is the the super hype one. Gotcha. <laughs> that shit will go on for like three minutes. Um yeah, uh I I've been good. I've been all right. Outside of like not having any like creative stuff to do this week. Stimulation. Yeah, I had no like creative stimulation, but I have something set up on Sunday, which reminds me I'm I need the camera for Sunday. Okay. I have a shoot Tuesday. Yeah. I'll bring it back before Tuesday. But I won't be here. Hmm? We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily we have more than one camera. Exactly. <laughs> I'll take the trusty Sunday to 24 to 70. But um yeah, I'm shooting with uh this girl, Anna, that I've been trying to shoot with her for like for like a year and a half now. The redhead. The she changes her hair color occasionally. The changing hair color girl that yeah. lives with uh Patia. No, 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 no. Oh, that's okay. another girl. I, I'm dying to shoot with her too. I haven't communicated. I with thought her you. Yet. I thought you booked that. And I was like, no, yeah. no, not yet. Uh, this is girl Anna that I've been trying to shoot with for like I said over a year and a half now. But every time something always pops up. Like the first time she had gotten uh sick, and then the next time it was raining, and then COVID hit. And then we did a FaceTime shoot, which was fun. And I've never met her in person. So the FaceTime shoot was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, she was like looking to shoot with somebody this weekend. And she's like super dope. Like she's like one of those people that you're just like, do your thing, I'll shoot. So I've been like wanting to shoot with somebody like that so I can get more practice with like posing. Because posing is not like one of my strong suits. Mm. So if I work with somebody that, you know, knows what she's doing, I can learn. Wow. True getting her some content and stuff like that. Because so. it's weird. Like, you might look up something mm-hmm. like a Pinterest or, like, mm-hmm. Google it. Mm-hmm. But it's never the same because never. everybody's got their own swag yeah. and body and height and mm-hmm. not everything works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Sunday is supposed to rain. And what I love about her is that she gets knee-deep into it. She's yeah. like, it's going to rain, but I don't care. It's a vibe. 
Yeah. Like, this is the girl that was like, the first time I met her, like, briefly met her was at this, uh, the Halloween shoot shoot thing that I went with uh, Sam. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, it was like maybe 30 degrees out and she's like in the lake. Oh my God. Inside of a lake (laughs) taking photos. That's fire. So, uh, somebody like that I'm super excited to shoot with. Um, Did you have anything in mind in particular? Not really. We're just going to wing it. Okay. Um, because she can't really travel far because she like hurt her thumb or something like that. Like her car is like messed up. I don't know what it is, but um, I told her I'll drive out to her. She lives in Morris County somewhere, so okay. we'll figure it out. She said her backyard's pretty big and has like a ton of snow, so we might do something back there. Um, might go to this place called uh, what's the name of the place? I actually looked it up earlier because somebody tagged it. It's like a park of some kind that uh. Sorry for the silence for a second as I look this up. It's called Jockey Hollow. It's like this park. With it's like, like Jack Harlow. Yeah. But Jockey but Harlow. Jockey. <laughs> Jockey Harlow is Jack Harlow's younger brother. A little more stocky younger brother. <laughs> he was more well-endowed, so they called him <laughs> Jockey Harlow. Um, yeah, outside of that... Um, I didn't do much. Like, it's been chill at home because my dad is in Florida right now helping my uncle, like, clean stuff up at his new house that he bought. I watched a video um, this morning. Should have sent it to you. It's about the freedoms of Florida. Like, Florida's its own world right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I follow the comedian Andrew Schultz, and he took his podcast crew down there mm-hmm. uh, for the next several months until it, like, gets warmer up here. Smart move. Yeah, so he moved all his shit down there. And, like, the videos he posts, like, nobody cares down there. But there's, like, a freedom to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, they like, the one guy, I'm going to send you the video so you can watch it. He's like, I wish, like, scientists or, like, media would cover this in the sense he's, like, between Florida and Cali. I mean, Florida's smaller. Cali's huge. But we don't know how many, you know, I guess citizen level-wise. They were saying, like, Kenneth's like equal or they're like worst off or something like that. And he's like, yo, I'm happy to see people's faces, expressions. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm right. That, that brings me a joy versus like, there's this depressing dark cloud, other places. He's mm-hmm. like this anxiety builds and yeah. all this other stuff. So, and that's the tricky thing. And I think we mentioned it last time we spoke is like, I would never want to be like a leader of like a state or a country of some kind, because you have that, responsibility of okay should we open up should we say fuck it the week will die or close down and wait for this thing to blow over type of thing it's it's a difficult choice to make and either it's like well you're like, rocking a hard place i so remember you're, the, you're the person that always said like we all end up in the same place at the end of the day it doesn't matter i want to say like what you eat but you were like yo if i eat this and this and this and this we all gonna end up in a box mm-hmm. so sometimes it's like would what you a rather shitty be mentality, huh? Huh? <laughs> what a shitty mentality to have at that time. <laughs> You're like, you know, eat a little bit of chicken parm for the rest of your life. Yeah, man. I've, yeah, I have. Tricky. I know you like. I know, like you like uh, these funny little challenges. Mm-hmm. I actually found one for today, mm-hmm. and this was like after I found out that unfortunately we were supposed to have Jerry. Uh-huh. The ultimate Wonder Woman of a photographer, but, you know, we'll have her again. Yeah, we were supposed to have her as a guest, but she hit us up yesterday and said she was feeling a little under the weather. So to be safe, we're going to have her next week, hopefully. So So, I want you to ruin a band name with just one letter. And I'm going to give you an example, right? Uh 
Farty B. Okay. Uh-huh. Or Pissy Elliot. Oh man. All right. So like, okay. give me like two that you would think it'd be funny if you just changed the name of a band and you changed one letter in the first or the second word. Hmm. Is that hard? It's a little difficult to be a little creative on because like there's so many names that pop into my head right now, right? Well, think about so. your favorite brands. Uh. Can I add like a word in between? Or no, it would just have to be based off the name. Okay. Damn. So I was going to go off with Jack Harlow and just be like Jack off Harlow. <laughs> Jack off Harlow. <laughs> um, just changing one letter. So it'd be like. Uh, Cardi B turns into Farty B. That's creative. Yeah. What was the other one? Pissy Elliot. Pissy Elliot. <laughs> 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 um. It could even be yeah. like cheesy, like if you turn ludicrous to ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are cool. <laughs> um, damn. If it comes on later on, I yeah, yeah. Let me, let me let me let me sit on this for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but I know you like so many names challenges. popping into my head right now. Yeah, I don't want to be corny either. <laughs> Forty B. Oh man, it could have been like <clears throat> feminine. Eminem, because you love Eminem, mm-hmm. or Gazy, Gazy. <laughs> <laughs> we got Gazy. That's that's one ding ding. <laughs> we need a fucking. We ding. need a ding. <laughs> uh, who else? Damn Gazy. Um, Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Oh man, let me think of another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Gazy is the first one. Gazy, um, rocking hard. <laughs> um, mental health wise, how have I been? I've been pretty good. The weather certainly helps. Uh, <laughs> Imagine you going into like our last segment. Uh-huh. You're like, how's my mental health been? <laughs> and I'm like, something's up still. On something's this. apparently I wrong. Have to address something. I'm waiting for you to ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. My mom was on her shit today, though. I don't know what triggered her today. She was, like, cleaning the house, and everything was fucking bugging her. Like, I'm washing the dishes, listening to some, like... I thought you meant she was, stuff. like... I thought on her shit, the way you were expressing it was a good thing. No, no, a bad thing. Oh. Like, on her... Like, she was on her shit. Bro. Oh, man. Nah, she was on her shit, shit. man. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Right. <laughs> the inflection of your voice... Jay's mom was on her shit. Catch it next week when she tears up the whole house and has Jay's dad fix it for the 50th time. It was more like, my mom was on her shit. I thought you meant like she was on her shit where she's like, yo, 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 Jay, I made you a whole thing of pancakes. (laughs) And you're like, yo, what a a way to start my day. It's the complete opposite, actually. So I'm like doing the dishes and... uh, Yesterday, see, my, me and my dad have very similar names, right? So sometimes I'll open his mail thinking it's mine, Aye. or we just open it just to see whose it is, right? <laughs> so I open something up. And this it isn't my crack. <laughs> it wasn't mine. So I leave it on the counter. So when he gets back, he'll see it or whatever, yeah. wherever the mail goes. My mom picks it up, takes the envelope that I took it out of, throws it in the trash. Why is it that I have to clean up after everybody in this fucking house? <laughs> she turns into Batman. One does money. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, Hello. <laughs> Why is it that I have to clean up after everybody? (laughs) 
<laughs> She's like, you guys are so ungrateful. I'm like, excuse me? She looks for justice but won't kill anybody. <laughs> no, she will kill somebody. And uh, mind, mind you, as I'm doing the dishes, like the dish, like I had one dish in there and I'm common courtesy. If I'm going to do the plates, I'm going to clean everything in the sink. Yeah. So she's saying I'm being ungrateful and she has to clean up after everybody in the house as I'm doing the dishes. That like makes no sense. Moms be doing that. Oh my God. Moms will be like, moms <laughs> will do the dishes once she's like, I can't stand doing the dishes every single time. <laughs> I'm like, every single time? <laughs> Yo, for real. And if you challenge it, no, no. Okay. I'm the one that... Ch- <laughs> You know where you came from. So many I'll take you right back. <laughs> Please do. And then it flashes back to like moments when she like points at her stretch marks. You did this to me. <laughs> Yo, I remember that as a child. She used to tell me that shit. Damn. You did this to me. And as a kid, you don't know what the fuck is going on because you're looking at it. It was like, what did I do to you? Did I scratch you? Like, what is that? <laughs> what, what is that? I don't even know did I scratch you? I don't even know what stretch marks are. Oh, my God. But yeah, she was she was bugging today. And I'm trying to get a haircut. And she's like, your father is such a pack rat. Uh, if it wasn't for me, his house would be a fucking hoarder. I'll get you, Joker. <laughs> yeah, so my mom was it's bugging like today. It's like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, I don't know. Everybody still gets, like, their time of the month mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was so many times I wanted to say, who hurt you this morning? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the sometimes fuck? it's like that. Like, sometimes I call my dad. And, like, I know when he's in a good mood because... He says, sacre bleu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, mon dieu, Richard, I've just made a wonderful quiche. So I'm like, he'll tell me about the things he likes. But when he's like, I don't know, maybe he had a bad a day. Mood. It's straight up like how the world is fucked Mm -hmm. and how like his printer won't work. (laughs) And like, I know like he's listening to opera in the background and then he's like, yes, the weather was good today. And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't ask you. (laughs) He's like trying to get himself to get in a good mood. Yeah. Like my dad tries like, I don't know, like subconsciously. I feel like he's trying to one up you mm-hmm. in like the quality he like like of life he had for the day. So he's just like, <laughs> I started my day and I had a parisan a croissant with my coffee and it was seventy degrees, so I got to eat outside. And then after that, I brushed the cat. And I was like, okay, like, but I didn't ask. You know what I'm saying? Like he ends everything with ha. <laughs> but then the other times it's like, oh my god, it's a disaster. Okay. French dad, there we go. La French dad. But yeah, my mom was bugging this morning. My dad's living his best life in Florida. Uh, that's pretty much it. This week was kind of a, it kind of, this week was like a blur for some reason. It was like fast, but slow. Yeah, I can agree. Um, I can agree. Yeah. It was slow because, you know, again, I didn't have any gigs this week. I was just like going through the motions of the week trying I to get shoot to today. More music videos. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, Excuse me. If you're an artist and you're stumbling across this clip, hit us up. We're trying to shoot a music video. Yes. So let's do it. Should let's we do, do like it. a should we do like a quarantine special? What do you mean? Like give them like the day one rates and just shoot it with a camera like nothing else. What do you mean? Give yeah, you know, shoot it on the low. 
just shoot it on the low and just bring one or two cameras. That's no it. No lights. Well, if we want to do like crappy rap videos, then yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying. Crappy rap videos. No, no, let's <laughs> <laughs> not. See, please, it's no. very sobering, right? Please no. <laughs> if we start going back to stuff like that, I'll like know that we're struggling. Yeah, somehow, some way. Springtime, like when springtime's in the air, I don't know what it does. But today I woke up and I said, let me make a beat. Mm. I made a beat. You made a beat? I made a beat. Can I hear the beat? Yeah, later. <laughs> They're going to bust it out. No. <laughs> but it was the like funny one thing of- is that when you say stuff like that, you're going to play it to me. It's just like a little five second loop. He's like, that's all I have. I wish Click. I had it on cues for you. Know, I'm <laughs> just put it on one of the bam, bam, bam. It's like yeah. I heard this. No, but yeah, I want to get back on, on music stuff because I start seeing like more people being more active and stuff like that. And, you know, people like performing and shit. And it's like, I just want to scratch that itch even though we have like songs that i feel like we could still promote from last year um it could be like still new to a ton of people but it's like so old to us and we always find that like weird feeling like we always mentioned uh rich boy remember when he would yeah, perform yeah, that yeah, song yeah. by the time it blew up he was tired of performing he's it. on him yeah because it yeah. took like five years for it to blow up or something like that so i feel like that with some of our songs it's like if they ever blow up or whatever, like we'll be sick of them, but you know, it's brand new to somebody else. So I try to keep that mentality too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I want to create new stuff. Absolutely. Whether visually, let's shoot our own music video because we've been talking about it for a minute and then COVID happened and then yeah. we had to put everything on pause. So, and the live stream too. I still want to do that before things open back up and we just missed that opportunity, even though I still think there's a market for it after things open back up. There's like an opportunity for people, let's say overseas, to yeah. attend a performance if they can't be there in person. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's like a different form of like virtual touring. Yeah, you can you say so I mean? for sure. So that's where I'm at. But cool. um, overall, week was okay. Um, unfortunately, like we mentioned earlier, we were supposed to have Jerry today, so we had to like switch up the the content for the show today. Jerry, <laughs> um, but we have to uh, <laughs> make sure she's still okay because she told us she was feeling a little under the weather yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So, um, feeling under the weather one day, and you never know. It could be just like a regular cold, but everybody, you never know these days. You know, my brother's sick. <clears throat> Other people I know are sick. Everybody just sick. You know what it is because the weather's changing. Yeah. That could just be like a regular cold or whatever. But you never know these days. And I found out today you that like a never bunch know. of people I've been around have antibodies. And I was like, okay, I've been around you guys for a long time, you know? Oh, <clears throat> while I'm thinking about it, because this was great news for me for the week. Our friend Thacker and his wife Hanin are expecting... I know you guys don't know who that is, but it's a great, uh, great, uh, I don't know. Do you say childhood friend when you met them in your teens? Yeah. All right. I would say so. Childhood still friend. A child. Damn child. Man child. I'm still a fucking man child. I'm just <laughs> sitting in a bigger chair. <laughs> you know, every time somebody uses the word man child, I just picture like a, a big stocky person with like a baby head for some reason. It's a lot of people I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that too when you were when you were talking about posing. Uh-huh. 
I was like, you know how I make the models like do the like the um the wrist the grip thing. Stuff, yeah. I was like, what if there's like a mad muscular dude and his <laughs> muscles are against his face? And he's like, hey, what's up, <laughs> bro? Reach. I can't hold it anymore. It's like squeezing his head tight. That's yeah. just funny as hell. Yeah. And then it, like the picture, since you shot it tight, it looks like two butt cheeks on the side of his <laughs> face. But like ones where like, oh, I got striations in my ass. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Hot Ones episode with Paul Rudd? No. Oh man, there's a picture, like a promo picture for that episode where he like, there's a camera right here and he has like his finger. I don't know which finger he used, but he shaped it like this. Oh my God. Over the host's face. He, so he like framed it and it looks like a butt is on his face. Oh my God. <laughs> I like the one with Redman. That was my favorite one. Yeah, there's a lot of really good ones. Uh, let me see if I could find it. <clears throat> I know you had a topic that I, I feel like you were going to, I feel topics. like you're going to bring up. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I got on a call with a model friend of ours that was complaining about the same thing. And then I was like, in my head, I was like, Jay posted about this today. Ah, yeah, that's one of them. He's talking about it. I'm like, damn. Like, we definitely got to talk about it. Yeah. I'm actually going to bring that up. Hold on. Oh, that's that's their point of view of him taking the photo. <laughs> I wish I could find the other one. You could kind of see it in this photo. That's basically what the photo looks like. Oh my <laughs> Can god! You see it? it looks like an ass is on his head with the two legs. <laughs> That's so good. Um, How did he do that? Oh, I see. I think he did it with his his pointer finger. Yeah, yeah I see what he Let's did. He did this. He did that. Oh, you gonna do it to me? I'm gonna do it right back. Damn! Which finger did he use? Are you guys just listening? Head over to the YouTube so you can see what the fuck we're doing. I'm putting an ass oh, on Jay's he, he head. Did it like this. <laughs> you look fucking stupid. I can't do it. I have to like uh, crop in. There we go. My like my How's my that? finger makes an ass like. Your ass looks Hispanic, like it's plump. <laughs> Mine's like white and saggy, and it's sitting on your head. How's that? Looks like it, kind of. Here, maybe because you know it's a finger. This looks like a really fat chick that's like trying to get with you. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like in the official. <laughs> you like capo. <laughs> dipset, dipset. I guess we could jump into that topic real quick of that photographer. Did you see Cameron's whole? Like story this week, by the way, before we get into that, because I said dipset, dipset. All right, so Cam, I saw somebody posted something about Cam. I don't know who he was with, whether it was Nori or something. No, no, no. It was like, I don't know how he got this. Somebody probably added him because a girl that lives in his building was like, damn, Cameron lives in my building. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'll suck that blank dick. Oh. I don't know why I blanked out that part. Right? <laughs> you should blank the dick part. I know. <laughs> you, you blanked the word. Shut up. You, you said the word big. <laughs> so I'm she's suck that blank dick. <laughs> so, you censored the word big? No. Or black. Black. <laughs> so she's like, she's like filming him from his terrace and she sees him in his like pink mm-hmm. Audi R8. And he has a pink R8. Yeah. Damn. But it's like tie-dyed. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So she's like, she's like, yeah, Cam lives in my building, blah, blah, blah. I'll also have his kids. And then the next thing, Cameron, because Cameron's a savage, right? Uh-huh. 
So Cameron posts a picture of him hitting it from the back while he's like, he's like the neighbor part two. Oh, oh no, no, no. Wait, wait. Like, let me take a step <laughs> back. <laughs> the second one was like me and the neighbor and they were at the beach. Okay. Because somebody so against the same neighbor. Same neighbor that oh, was saying that from the balcony because somebody got him that video. Okay. So I guess he found out mm-hmm. and then he, he took this chick to the beach. Oh damn. Third one is what I just mentioned where he's here for the bag and he's like, he's like, Yeah, you said you like it rough. He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then the fourth one. Wait, he posted this on social media? Almost he's oh he's deleted God. them. Oh man. But he had posted them at one point and the comments Screen were crazy, chance. right? Between between uh, Arsonist was commenting and Jim Jones. So I was like, the fourth one is the most savage. And I was like, is this made up? Because it's getting kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, like, it was like, it seemed like 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 a cuck porno because it was kind of like, this girl's like, uh, she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Watching yeah, yeah. And she's corner. like, yeah. She's like, I don't like shrimp dicks. I only like big, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Blank. Been, I like blank dicks. She's, she's <laughs> like, she's like, I'm bringing in your sister into the next one with Cam. And Cam keeps posting these. I'm like, oh my God. He's so she sad. She the attention, I guess. Yeah. So I was wow. like, I was like, all right, if you're a Dipset fan or if you, if you follow Cameron, I was like, this shit is so wild. I was like, <laughs> Dipset is so crazy. Dipset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, everybody's got like too much time on their hands. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. But going to what? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the W magazine shoot. Yes. And then I guess you could also chime in on the uh, Meg the Stallion thing that you posted the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I I never comment on anybody's. Photography. The photographer <clears throat> replied to everybody. Mm-hmm. Which one? The the Meg the Stallion, Stallion oh, okay. one. Okay. The other what one I have it? no fucking clue about. I did some research on that one, but what did that one that photographer say? That photographer said, "Hey, like I'm just I was uh you know, very appreciative to have the opportunity to shoot Meg the Stallion. She's her own boss. She chose the photos that I shot mm-hmm. that she wanted to release with Harper's Bazaar, but for me, again, there's two sides to this coin, right? What we're about to talk about is like first of all, if you guys are unaware, both Jay and I shoot a lot. We're photographers, right? So, real recognized real at the end of the day. And there's been a lot of editorials and magazine write-ups or shoots or front pages that have been, like, unprofessionally done. The lighting's horrible. The positioning. It's just all in poor taste, right? So, for me, I think there's two sides to this, right? It's either that it's a sad way of promotion in 2021 because they know it gets people upset. Mm. Or, again, it's a situation where this guy said, uh, you know, she chose, the photos. she chose the photos. I'm just, like, getting into it. I had this opportunity to do it, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, what is that right there? I'm like, it says right there in the middle, right? Bizarre. Bizarre models. So. When you're talking about the Naomi Campbells and everybody else that has graced that with, like, top photographers like Mario Testino and all this other stuff that have shot for these high-end publications that held a standard. When I look at Vogue, when I look at Bazaar, the things that I've wanted to shoot and, you know, um, be honored to shoot for, I don't want to anymore. Mm -hmm. I think everything is being done in really, really poor taste. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, I want to get your insight on it of, like, <laughs> why it triggered you as well. <laughs> well, um, the the one that I've mentioned is uh, Tessa Thompson and um, this actor by the name of Jonathan Majors. Didn't Jared Leto have one as well? I don't know if he... Sh- I know he's shot, like, a ton of, like, um, this particular photographer. I don't want to say his name, but... Um, he sh- his style his his defense to his photography is that's his style. What's no, the style? No lighting as natural as possible with an iPhone. Yeah, but it's shooting. not stylistic, right? So it it it's not appealing to me at least. It's not appealing. It looks like a, is that an excuse? I guess maybe or maybe like you said, maybe it's just a building up controversy type thing so you could get attention to your photos because I went on his Instagram page and the photos are actually professional but how bad does it have to get that again like a Vogue or a Harper's Bazaar has to has to steep that low and that's my thing this person is getting paid for these photos no thousands of dollars you think so I would think so I think that they're finding the person that'll do it for free because I was talking to I was talking to Julian today right Julian so said, you think this guy shot it for free just for the opportunity to shoot them? Yeah, because a lot of the times when you're shooting for editorial, mm. the most that that company, like a magazine like that, is doing is buying you lunch. Mm. I assure you. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. I'm here assuming Maybe the artist getting, is paying you a little bit. I'm assuming he's getting paid thousands of dollars to take put Jonathan Majors on a tree like this. I don't know if you guys seen it on my Instagram page, but... Just look up Jonathan Majors W Magazine shoot. There's, there's a big difference in a tree. There, there's a big difference in your check as a Burger King employee versus the guy that owns the land that the Burger King is built on. That's all I'm saying. So how would they find a person like this? Do you think the artist chose them? Well, this is the thing. We were having again, I was uh, having a discussion with Julian today. <clears throat> He's a sign model, right? He says nobody wants to pay for anything anymore. He said a lot of the things that he got for billboards, for sure, you're getting more exposure than you are a paycheck. And he said nobody wants to come out of pocket. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I feel that, again, I think I've said this on the podcast so many times, is that we entered an age where the playing ground became even everybody because everybody thought things were unfair. Things are unfair. I don't think that equality can be given across the boards because there's a difference in economy and everything. Like, people wouldn't want everybody to be in VIP at the same... There wouldn't be a VIP, this or this or that. So, like, if you have a talent... We live in a world now where people who don't have talent are still applauded. People who don't pay people are still applauded. They still get likes, so they don't care to come out of pocket. They don't care to find talent because they're more into the hot second than they are the legacy and the longevity. So for Mm -hmm. me, it's kind of like, you know, you get the shit end of a stick if you if you even start throwing prices out to some people because you're like, oh, that's absurd. Like, I would never... So then that's why I feel like you come across shoots like you just did because there's always somebody willing to do it for less because they care about the hot minute more than they do the whole career. It's crazy that the artists or the actors even just sit there and just like, yo, this is fire. Like this guy. 
He was on Walking Dead. Yeah. He's a huge actor. But again, when mediocrity is applauding mediocrity, there's no room for anybody to say anything else, right? Because now that's... it's a claim from the masses, right? Mm-hmm. Even though everybody's saying shit about it, guess what? It's getting more acclaim than something that was really nice by, like, you know, another Anna Leibovitz, Lindsay Adler, uh, Jorah Francis, uh, Sham I Am, like, all these people that are really fucking popping and, like, masters of their craft, they get like a, eh, that's cool, versus somebody here is talking more about it. You know what I'm saying? That's the, like, I don't, I don't always see the best of the best in rotation. I'm seeing the mediocre and the shit get thrown around and get more attention. You know what I'm saying? This is so nuts, man. Like, I'm going through some of these photos, and he's taking pictures of, like, a lot of people just like this. Yeah. And everybody feels the same way. Everybody's calling them weirdo photos. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody else is probably in charge in in the edit for the editorial or the magazine that's making really poor decisions off of pop culture or like what's what's in, you know what i'm saying it's not he's not even trying he's using the same fucking tree for all these huge actors you know what it tree. is because it's gimmick think about it like things like that's like they'll i know you it, like they'll call it art i know a lot of people like tiktok i know you love tiktok but things like tiktok create this thing where everybody thinks they're funny. This is fucking... (laughs) I can't even look at these photos. They piss me off. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's that's the the funny thing. Like, I've taken way better photos with my iPhone than that. But now it's equal playing ground because everybody has a phone. Mm -hmm. Everybody can get this set up. Everybody can get the same whatever. So it's like, now it's like, okay... Like, what is what is considered good these days now? Because it's like, if this is on a well-known magazine, like W Magazine, it's like... What's considered good is like, again, acclaim, likes, popularity. It's not about the quality of the imagery. It's not about the mathematics behind the lighting of the shoot. It's like, you know... Megan Stallion showed her backside in a really weird angle, and everybody's like, yo, that's popping. <laughs> Brandy, you whipped us out. Actually, <clears throat> your sister hit me up for a, f- a friend of hers that's really popular in the game, apparently. And I was like, I beat her, like, I kind of beat her to the chase. I was like, yo, I know who this is for. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time. <laughs> because I was like, one, and they're like, you know, because the thing is, this particular person hit me up because they liked my work. They saw us shoot for other popular people. So I actually was on a call with this person. This person's like, oh, my sister's really popular in the game, too. And we got this, 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 that, and the third. And we love your stuff. So I was like, cool. This is the price. This is how we go about it. They sounded thrilled and everything like that, right? Your sister let me know that this person, even though they knew about us at the time, still hired somebody because they were cheaper to go to Europe, especially Paris with them, to take photos of of them in Paris. And then everybody said that they could have taken a better picture than this person. And those people end up going on these trips and this and that because their price is low and everybody thinks they can get away with cheap. Mm -hmm. So 
where I could have took them around Paris because I know it like the back of my hand, spoke French, gave them a decent price for the opportunity to make this happen because whatever, they have their exposure and network, right? Which I don't care about. I could care less. Mm-hmm. I can't, <laughs> can't pay my rent and exposure. Mm-hmm. But you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's to my point mm-hmm. of all this is that somebody will always do it for cheaper or there's a photographer that's popping and popular and they'd rather go with that person mm-hmm. because more. It's, a, it's, a, it's a level stepper for them. You know what I'm saying? It's as good as showing up to the club with like a Bentley. Mm-hmm. This fucking game sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm also thinking of like situations that we've been in that we give a price that's lower than the quality that we put out, right? Yes. Like for weddings, for example, we oh. were like, okay, six Gs for this wedding, two photographers, two videographers, we'll get you this many photos, this length. Somebody's of getting away with 12,000. That's my, exactly my point. And then they go on and hire the guy that's charging $10,000 and they're only getting photos and the photos are trash. So Time to step it. up the price, step up I the game. And that's why like, I'm so fixated after this like last gig because this was like a verbal agreement that I had from months ago. That's the only reason I did it for so low. But um, I'm sticking to my price and that's it. Yeah. Like I lost a, a client the other day because I wouldn't budge in the price. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, sir. And it was a last minute thing too. It was like I got too hyped. I got too hyped. It was like, oh, I'm getting married. Okay, cool. When's the wedding? Two weeks. Okay. Here's that my is price. very short notice. Right. And I'm like, so to find somebody. Uh, yeah. I'm like, here's my here's our price. This is where we're getting you. He was like, oh, is that the family discount? I was like, listen, I've known you for a long ass time, and I'm not gonna. You know, shit you out on like shitty quality if I'm charging you this much. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who it is. You're still putting in the same effort. Like until if anybody could have stepped in our shoes for like two seconds, like it's crazy intense. You know what I'm saying? I'm gi- I give it up to anybody that has really mastered it and this, this, that, and the third because. Even if you master it, each situation is different. So you could be a master chef, but if you enter a kitchen where you don't know where the pots and pans are mm-hmm. and you don't know where, you know, the sous chef is located, like, it changes the whole game, you know? So it's like crazy. It's just crazy, crazy. Man. So imagine being on the opposite end, too, because, again, I was talking to Julian. He's a signed model. Mm-hmm. He's been getting a majority of his bookings off of his hustle. Imagine the way you hustle, somebody made 20% off of each gig that you booked. So even if he books the gig himself, they get the 20%. Yes. That's fucking crazy. Somebody, because a lot of people are stupid until they have to be smart. And people are smart in like ripping people. So people are smart in ripping people, but they're dumb when it comes to other shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. See, that's bullshit right there. And that's how I feel about like. The the music game these days. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not getting signed unless you have a huge following. Yeah. There's no A&R to... There's no artist development anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because A&Rs are so lazy. I don't even know what the position of A&R does these days. Yeah. They probably just search the web, make sure somebody has like a huge following. Hey, but again, anybody can. It mm-hmm. took the value away from anything because I know four-foot women that don't have the talent to be a model, but they have a following. They're signed to Wilhelmina. 
And because of the following. That's right? it. So Wilhelmina doesn't even care about their history of being one of the top modeling agencies in the world. Mm-hmm. It's all about numbers. These it's days. all about the numbers. So like for me, it's like, I don't know. It's one, it's value in currency, but it's also value in, you know, um, where where do you where do you stop? Like where mm-hmm. do you draw the line? I feel like there should be, I don't know. And I understand like the the music game in particular is like a, a game that's constantly moving, right? It's like yeah. one song comes out today, another artist dropping one in like five minutes. You know what I mean? And I understand that. And there's these record labels don't want to spend the time to develop these artists, right? I get that 100%. But I feel like there should be a balance of some kind. You know what their balance is? A 360 deal. <laughs> they said, come over <laughs> here, open up that butt cheek real quick. Basically. I mean, like, there's people sucks. out there that do get signed to these. Um, Pamela, Chocolate Baby, right? Very beautiful in her own way. Very, like, unique person. Very respectful. Comes on time. All these things. I personally feel she's deserving of something like that. She's gotten signed recently to a large name like that. Wilhelmina. So, but why? Like, but for someone that gets that, like, her... It's still like, damn, what's the point of winning something if everybody can win? Mm. There's a first place, second place, third place, fourth place, fifth place, sixth place, seventh place. Participation trophies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it's like, I don't know. I just like, maybe I'm being <laughs> politically incorrect, but it's like, I don't think everything is made for everybody. No, you're right. But that's what makes the the game oversaturated and makes it difficult for the actually talented people to get recognition. Because it's like you said earlier, it's like anybody can pick up an iPhone and take a photo. But it's like you have Joe Schmo from down the street with an Mm -hmm. iPhone photo that takes it just like this guy did for W Magazine. And he has 100 million followers compared to you who has your Sony, your lighting, your hours and hours and hours of research to get the perfect shot. You spend hours editing to get the perfect shot. You post it on social media. You don't have a ton of followers. And it's just like, I think, I think money makes people dishonest, including us. You know, like I might get a client. I'd be like, yo, you're killing it. You're killing it. But in like my head, I'm like, you're not a model. So I'm like, am I disc, am I encouraging them just to be discouraged? Or is it okay? Because now we're in a world where anybody could do it. So it's like, boom, like, Maybe I'm encouraging you with positivity, but I'm also not being honest to the true, um, you know, I can't be telling somebody that's like, you know, uh, such and such doesn't really got the vibe and this and that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you could you could walk runway. Like, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. You're not even at the height limit. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's always should be some kind of honesty in the shoot. Like, there was a shoot that I did. <laughs> You're like a booger. It's right <laughs> on your face right now. No, there was a shoot that I did for... Um, DP, the, the the real estate girl, mm-hmm. that um, Thank you. I did some headshots for her. And then afterwards, we were like, fuck it, let's take a few shots for you or whatever, or just to get, you know, the vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the jump, she was like, listen, I'm very picky. I'm like, cool. That's what I want. And the whole time we had that communication, and I can tell from all the photos that I was taking that she wasn't liking it. I was like, okay, cool. So how can we be better? Yeah. And then when I'm looking at the photos as well, I was like, yeah, I don't like that. 
uh, I don't like that pose. She's like, oh, I kind of like this. I was like, eh, I don't know if I like that. And then we come to an understanding and that's where you build that relationship with some with your, your client, you know, but not everybody's like that. It's hard because like for me, at least in my stance, like as a photographer, as a creative, as a professional, sometimes I see the pose and I'm like, that's the one. Mm-hmm. And they don't like they it. They don't like it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they're choosing the pose that's not as professional or le- mm-hmm. the least professional, but they're doing it for their Instagram. Yeah. So it's kind of like they paid. Again, There's a, <laughs> this is where I kind of <laughs> got into a mess with, you know, a client I have. Because they were changing the edits around and then posting. Okay. So they were putting filters on? More than that. Like, Uh, they were adding corners to the room and reflections around them and all this other things. And I was just like, I pointed... Actually adding extra edits? Yeah, and I was was pointing out, I was like, you know, this is kind of like mixing a song with a producer and a record company, and you're, like, in love with it, right? We, like, came to an agreement and said, like, oh, this is great. (laughs) <laughs> and then for free 101 no no yeah and then, and then like they felt because they paid for the shoot that they can do whatever they, they want with it yeah. so it's like that misunderstanding or like that as a photographer like again is that their first time shooting no okay but i posted their photo and like it's different with artists like i think there has to be like an understanding with artists that like, especially with photographers, because like some think that they pay for the shoot, they own the photos, which never happens. Like no matter what, it's like unless you have a contract like that and you paid out the photographer, you don't own the photos. You don't own the real estate. So it's like you might be in the house, but you don't own the house. So it's kind of like it, there's a big difference like that. And it's, you know, if it came to royalties and everything else, like, in a court of law, for sure, the photographer would win, especially under contract. But the thing is, you know, when there's that misunderstanding, you can only be cordial as a professional and say, hey, mm-hmm. I'll take it down. But anything on my end, since I own the photo and they agreed to shoot with us or mm-hmm. me, <clears throat> you could keep it up if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to be a dick about it. Yeah. And you got to dance that fine line, too, where it's like you're trying to be firm without being a dick. Yeah, yeah. Because there's tough. some people you could just be like, fuck it, I'm taking the losses. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to report you on here. Whatever, I don't even care. I'm not going to shoot you ever again. Uh-huh. All we ever ask is, don't put a filter on our shit. Yeah. Don't modify our shit. And tag us. Because I had somebody else that came into the conversation and their whole argument was like fuck it at the end of the day you're still getting promotion but i said yes but when you take all the hours to be seen in a certain way it's like leaving your house and you know you got your shape up you know you just maybe did your eyelashes for the ladies like you're trying to look good right and then like somebody like scribbles all over you it's like it's the same thing like if you had the mona lisa the value was taken down if you like paint over it right Mm -hmm. it's not the way it was supposed to be like the value is because it's untouched Mm-hmm. Since Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci put it out. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, but some people are like, I paid for the painting at the value it was at, so I can do whatever I want to it now. Right. But they still don't realize that, okay, 
you could do what you want, but it's still but it's no longer Da Vinci's work. It's no longer Da Vinci's work. Mm. Hmm. I don't know, man. This is a crazy world. <laughs> There's so many different sides to it. And it's like, I respect both sides. I really do. Like, you have to respect both sides to be in the game. Because if you don't respect all the rules, then you can't play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Da Vinci thing actually brings me to a topic that I wanted to talk to you about. I think you've seen you posted about it. This thing called NFTs. Have you heard yes, of NFTs? Yes, yes. This world of NFTs is yeah. fucking interesting. What's his name? Um, Gary V. No, he's a film director. He just got onto it. He just like made like a milli off of it, off his Twitter, off NFTs. Oh. Uh, it'll probably come to me. I'm sorry. Well, the first time I heard about it was Logan Paul, the Logan YouTuber, Paul, the YouTuber. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Did you hear his story? No. So Logan Paul bought uh, a ton of like Pokemon card packages that I think from like 19 and he made his own like that. Right. So he basically auctioned off these packages to the highest bidder, I guess. And whoever bought the package, this is my understanding. So if I'm getting this incorrect, please forgive me. But anybody that bought those auctions or won those auctions for these packages would get a custom Logan Paul Pokemon card of himself. So that's his NFT, which is a non-fungible token. So I dove this whole week doing research on this shit because I was trying to- It's the future for artists, for sure. Right. So a non-fungible token is a digital- piece of whatever that has some kind of value to somebody and it gets transferred from person to person on whatever it is that it's like for example i've been looking at a nba top shot jay's dropping gems right now so everybody really listening a lot of people have been asking me about it because i've been posting about it lately and it's very difficult to explain exactly what it is until you actually do the research right and trying to understand where the value is is very difficult to explain to somebody, right? So I've been looking at NBA Top Shot, which is basically digital basketball cards is what they're calling it. But they're called moments. So it's basically a video clip that only a certain amount of these video clips have been released. Mm. Yes, you can go to YouTube and find these clips on there, whatever. You can duplicate it, whatever, You can duplicate it, whatever, but you have ownership of this one particular clip. And the way it creates value is people hyping it up, number one. Number two, the scarcity of these particular quote-unquote moments and depending how many people are in the market, right? That's why like, it's like <clears throat> Dogecoin doesn't have a cap right, on how much there can be made. So mm-hmm. in a sense, how valuable is it in regards to a Bitcoin that does have a cap? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's It's like... In theory, it's what you make of it. Right. Because that's the same thing mm-hmm. in fashion. Supreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing based off of hype. Hype. We only created 10 to 15 pieces of this collaboration. Mm-hmm. Boom. So they're calling this the future for artists. Whether music, digital, I don't know, drawers, illustrators, whatever. So... As I was diving into, and I've watched so many YouTube videos, listened to so many podcasts this week. This is all I was focused on. Um, Just a great thing to be focused on. Yeah, because it's gaining popularity, right? So one, it's difficult to get your hands on these things because they release a certain amount at a certain time. So mm-hmm. if you're not there, not in the queue, waiting. Like the first time I tried to get a pack, 
um, this pack costs $9, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes with what they call three moments yes. of random. It's kind of like buy, buying an actual basketball card pack. Kind of like back in the day, you would go to a store, buy this for like, I don't know, 2 $3, and you'll get like, I don't know, six, seven cards of like random people. You don't even know what's in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you might find something of value. You might not. So in these, this $9 pack, I got these three moments of three pretty decent basketball players um, or pretty good basketball players, but it's not the basketball player themselves that creates value, right? Yes. It's the community that creates value. So now there's a Discord uh, community talking about these things. So it's like it could be a shitty basketball player, but just because people think they're cool or funny or maybe they had a good night, their their moment could skyrocket overnight. This is where another platform like Rarible is an NFT marketplace. So if anybody looks into it, it's this is the place where it would be considered the stock market of NFTs to trade. Mm-hmm. And like Jay said, there's a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Was what was that one called? Rarible. Ah! <laughs> it's like literally Rarible. Okay. Blockchain is the one I heard. Yeah. Blockchain, secure with blockchain. So I've been hearing like a lot of these terms like blockchain. And then I started listening. I mean, uh, hearing the word Ethereum a bunch of times. That was my first time listening to. Uh, because like Ethereum. Cryptocurrency. Ethereum. Ethereum and Bitcoin are starting to become. I think Litecoin's going to get in there too. Is like going to be the first real secure um, backed you know, tradable current, digital currencies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a new age. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> I'm not even going <laughs> to delve into it, but there's a lot of things coming or mm-hmm. things being placed. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. This is yeah. the future of... So this is like, especially NBA Top Shot for anybody that wants to get into it, um, the more people that are involved, the more your moments will have value, right? Because people want to get their hands on these things. So I have, luckily I got one pack. So I have three moments, three digital cards, right? And there's a site where you can check the value of your card, kind of like the stock market. Yes. So I'm checking this thing daily to see what the value is of the moments that I have. And they fluctuates day to day. Isn't it crazy who or what gives value to something? It's fucking nuts. So I have Giannis, the Greek freak, which is a really good basketball player. He's like the MVP the last the two Greek years. Greek freak. Greek freak. Because it's difficult to pronounce his last name because it's like a very African name. Is attended a combo. Wow. Uh, there's Jason Tatum and there's Zach Levine, who's picking up popularity these days. Um, so I bought the $9 pack, right? And right now, the account value, my account value with just these three moments is $407. Nice. Just with these three. And, and these you bought it like for $11. $9. $9. $9. Even better. So if I want it, I can sell it right now and flip it. But Hold. <clears throat> but what everybody's saying is to hold it. So the more people come into the community, the more people want these things. So earlier today, they were supposed to do a launch, right? They were supposed to sell a bunch of packs. And it's difficult to get these things because they only release like 5,000 at a time. So luckily, I was able to get my hands on those. So there was one today that was supposed to be drop at 12. Website crashed. So they pushed it back to three. Website was still crashed. They were like, okay, we're going to try again tomorrow. (laughs) So they're expecting about 100,000 people to be sitting on these things. And there's supposed to be 10,000 available. So it's very difficult to get. 
So now when it gains popularity, there's the Discord, which whoever's not familiar with Discord, it's kind of like a Reddit type forum site where people have conversations about these things. So even in this Discord, people create value of these things. So in now, your in your personal opinion or your person <clears throat> your personal um your way of of going about it, like where would you because it is like a stock market, right? You bought at nine dollars. Mm-hmm. It's at four hundred now, right? Mm-hmm. You beyond triple flipped it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do you stop? <clears throat> because I came to the same thing where I don't think you can. It's crazy. It's right? still it's still brand spanking new. It, it is brand spanking new. So, so it's kind of like it's the same thing I was thinking about. Like I put fifty dollars into Bitcoin <clears throat> a week ago. Pass me the bottle real quick. Yeah. Just don't <clears throat> put it on the book because it got wet on the bottom. Oh my bad. So <clears throat> the um so with Bitcoin, right? Like some people are saying like if you get like ten percent of it, right? Right now it's like it's in be- it fluctuates between fifty five thousand dollars a coin to forty eight thousand dollars a coin, right? So imagine like even if you bought five thousand dollars in Bitcoin, right? It's you would definitely money exactly. So like you would skyrocket because I put in fifty dollars, I made fourteen dollars on it in a week, mm. right? So that's crazy. Same thing with um. But the thing is with Doge, right? I was ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, you have... It's really... I mean, you, if you have the money to play with it, you have the money to play with it, right? If you don't, not advised to do it. The, you know, the volatility of it, it's just so You're going to be checking it, like, every second. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. it's down now. I got to sell. So, for an example, right? I had Doge... I put in, like, $23 at first before when it was a joke. That skyrocketed for me one day. I made $300 on it. Mm-hmm. I pulled out at $300, right? It dipped, and then I saw it. I bought low again, mm-hmm. and then it skyrocketed. And I was like, yeah, we in it. We going to win it. <laughs> so now... It I, dropped back down. Exactly. <clears throat> I had like $300 I put into it. Not from the money I made. I, I kept that, and I like secured that. I put $300 of my own money into it, and now... I'm minus one hundred and eighty nine dollars, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you have to be okay with something like that. Exactly, that's that's what I was that was mm-hmm. going to say, and that's what I was kind of asking you. I was like, if you knew that you bought it for nine dollars, mm-hmm. and say it like dipped to five <laughs> instead of the four hundred that it's at, are you like fuck? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, where does it stop? Because you're like, okay, it could go to ten grand. But this is the funny, the fun thing about this, right? So. I've been watching like all these YouTube videos and they're explaining how you can make money by like, there's like certain packs, right? So let's say they're just, they're just theorizing these things, right? <clears throat> so let's say you could create your own value by depending on how many of these moments you have, right? So let's say you have the Brooklyn Nets starting five. You create value because you have all five players now. Gotcha. So that becomes a pack. You can sell them in a bundle pack to somebody that loves the Nets or something. So organize, organization, right. organization. Of a rarity. Or another fun one is let's say you like a basketball player that isn't doing well right now. Okay. But you're predicting in your head that he's going to do better in the future. Gotcha. So you invest in them now when it's low in hopes that they reach their maximum potential in the future. So let's say there's a rookie. This year, right? Yeah. 
that isn't doing very well or that has um, very low expectations. And in five to 10 years, he's the next LeBron James. Yes. That moment that you've bought today in five to 10 years could be $100,000. If I was Drake, right, you know what I would do? If I was Drake, if I was Aubrey Graham, I would get one of my high school friends from Canada, Mm -hmm. Toronto. I would have them film me on their iPhone of me, like, showing my nipple real quick. The rarity of that video, mm-hmm. right? I would know that this was about to go viral. Yeah. That just blows my mind right now. OnlyFans is a form of NFT. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, you're basing your income off of your hype. So, it's like, now the rarity of this half nip Drake video comes out. And you're the one behind it because you made it look whatever, whatever. That's how you win the game. Because now only six people got the nip video because uh-huh. she released it. Uh-huh. and But you bought your own shit. Mm-hmm. And now where it started. It's like, yo, the possibilities of this blows my fucking mind. That's why I'm so interested in this. Because it's like somebody explained it the best way. It's like crypto for basketball fans. Gotcha. Right? So you... Dive into this and you do research because it's kind of like fantasy basketball. You're like, buy low, you predict somebody's going to pop off in the future, or you collect these different packs, sell them off later. Like a LeBron one made $100,000 the other day. $100,000. But how do you, but the thing is, too, right? My, my whole like concern about Bitcoin and shit like that, too, is kind of like, <laughs> you know when you go to Chuck E. Cheese and you're like, I just got 7,000 tickets, but it gets uh-huh. you a rubber ball uh-huh. in the world of Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. That's my concern. But see, the the good thing about this in particular, <laughs> at least from the research that I've done, is that it has endless potential. See, okay. Bitcoin is pretty much predicted on what people it's put It's own fluctuation. Yeah. Right, so it fluctuates up and down. Yeah, these things are going to fluctuate up and down, yes. But there's always going to be value to these things. The people that hold the most, they hold the value. Right. So even if they sell, it's like they Mm -hmm. can plummet or Mm -hmm. increase. Yeah. So it becomes like a crazy game because it's like... And the crazy thing about it is that moments are being created on a daily, basically. Because there's games going on every single day. So a moment could be created from a game today. So a card could come out next week that was created today. So the 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 value of this thing is like it has endless potential, which like excites me. It's crazy. Even the basketball players that are in the league are getting in on this. There's a guy in the Sacramento Kings that talks about it all the time. He's like, they asked him, they were like, Oh, what moment would you buy right now? He goes, There's one that's seventeen thousand dollars right now of yeah. my teammate doing a reverse slam dunk on somebody. He's like, I would um invest seventeen thousand dollars into that moment. Because one, there's only one of 50 of those available. And two, he's never going to do that ever again because he doesn't dunk very often. That's wild. (laughs) So everything is like so crazy, like the different ways you could create value for these things. And let's say like there's a a fan favorite basketball player. His Mm -hmm. name is Boban. Just because he's from a foreign country, he's like really funny, big, lanky, goofy dude. And he's really, really funny. Yeah. So everybody's waiting for his moment to drop because everybody loves him so that that moment is gonna be so crazy because everybody's creating hype on that it's, so. it's literally like I, I think it's funny that logan paul started with pokemon cards because 
it's like the Pokemon cards or the Beanie Babies of the digital era. You know, it's like I remember Beanie Babies. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've been looking into that. So anybody that's interested, just literally YouTube NFT NBA Top Shot, or look up NFTs in general. There's one. You ever heard of Crypto Kitties? Oh, bro. So when I first started looking into NFTs, right? I forget how I got into it. I think I made a stumble across it on like Twitter or something. Crypto kitties. Crypto kitties. <clears throat> okay. So remember Giga Pets from back in the day? Yes. It's very similar to that. Okay. So these you have a digital cat that you could customize in any way that you want. They have some kind of value to them. Mm-hmm. You can breed them. And these things are going for tons of money. So that's a form of NFT right there. Oh, my God. So people are buying crypto kitties for thousands of dollars. Anything is possible, <laughs> kids. Yeah. Anything is possible. So the people create the value, basically, at the end of the day. Yeah. And there was this other thing I was looking into. This guy was explaining this digital world. It's kind of like The Sims. Okay. Where you buy land in this digital world. You create whatever you want on it. You invest in it. Mm. And then you can sell it to somebody mm. that's interested in that. Literally, you could make money like that. That's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Because I feel like people are going to do that. I mean, yeah, we were talking about like intellectual property, but I feel like... I just feel like there's going to be so many different expansions of this. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to start buying... You know who did that back in the day? Yeah. Not even back in the day. Like, when Bitcoin first started popping off. Not even popping off when it first came on the map. Remember 50 Cent dropped an album and only sold it for Bitcoin? Yes. He created a certain amount of... Oh, or Wu-Tang too. Remember they sold like one album? Yeah. Or something like that. And then that crazy pharmaceutical yeah, dude yeah. bought it. It's something like that. Very similar to that. Like where you create a certain amount of things and if there's enough hype behind it, you can sell it to somebody. Did 50 actually make it... I mean... He made crazy money. He sold he it had for like... To. He sold it for like... I forget how much it was. I always have to do my research. Let's say he sold it for like eight Bitcoin back then. And he only sold like... Maybe like 50 to 100 albums, right? Still. Imagine how much that's worth right now. Oh, crazy. <laughs> it's You nuts. guys do 100 times 58,000. Mm-hmm. You got your answer right there. Yeah. And then again, you know, uh, somebody put it into perspective. They're like, what well, makes me, you know, want to just go on YouTube and just get the clip myself? Imagine getting taxed <laughs> on that, though. You're just like, yeah. shit, bro. I, w- I wouldn't mind. Let me see. You no, know, no, from, no. from 9,000... Let's say you're somebody like you and I, right? Yeah. So put, put nine dollars into one of the like the the new pack that was supposed to drop today that didn't work. Yeah. Um, it's being it's being sold for ninety nine dollars. Right? So he made like five million, right? Yeah. Say like we times that, I don't know what thirty percent. Yeah. Let's say thirty. I think it's thirty percent. Yeah. I mean, they're not making. They're almost making two mil on it. Okay. Out of what? Thirty. Five. Five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to give up that one mil once you made five. But if you're, like, playing with house money, which is what I'm doing right now, it's, like, it's nothing. It didn't break your back. No. People spend their whole lives to not even get close to that number (laughs) on the tax part. (laughs) So so the one I was looking at today was going on sale for $99. So I was, like, I have, like, this group chat between two me and two of my boys. And we're just notifying each other of, like, different changes or whatever. And it's predicted that if you buy $99 worth of this these moments, I think it's going to come with like five or six moments, but it's the value of it can give you up to $2,500. So 
So you invest $99, you'll get something that's valued of $2,500, which may even skyrocket even more if it gains more popularity. How do you pull out, though, if you wanted to? You don't have to. You don't have to, but if you wanted to. If you wanted to, you could cash out now. Okay. It's become a thing because apparently back when this but first But it's only started, in the coin? No, in dollars. In dollars. Because you attach it to your debit card gotcha. if you want to. But apparently that's a new thing that started up in like the last, maybe since like January or December. Because this has been out since like last summer, I think. Um, it's only gained popularity like the last three to four months. And uh, they added a cash out um, option. But now it takes up to like 30 days in order to get your money because they want to go through the whole tax process, make sure that the money is not being washed or whatever. So they're trying to get take. Yeah, because like <clears> even <throat> if you shit. got a, there was one lady on YouTube. She um, was selling her paintings, her custom paintings. She, she literally made eight to 10 Bitcoin. But again, look at that. Look how much it is at one. Eight to 10 times, what is it now? 50,000? 50, yeah. That's nuts. She contacted the guy that paid her in Bitcoin too. Mm-hmm. At that time, because it was back in 2016 or 18, mm-hmm. back probably 2018. Like, Ten, yeah, it was nothing. <sighs> That's crazy. So, like, the profit off of that is crazy. So nuts. So, I remember when people were talking about it too. It kind of like makes you shoot yourself in the foot that you didn't jump on it earlier, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like you know, you never know. So even now, even now, you. It's funny because I was. I was the one that was asking the same questions people are asking me now. Because I'm like trying to hype it up with everybody and, yo, get in on this now uh, before it gains too much popularity. It's the hardest to be a leader or an innovator or the risk taker because everybody's going to look at you crazy. Yeah. But Uh, when you have the confidence and you know how the game works to a certain advantage, it's like, again. You're crazy until you're not. (laughs) That's it. So that brings me to the the whole thing where it's like one guy asked me, and this is one of the questions I had when I first heard about it, because I first heard about this maybe like in December. And they were like, oh, yeah, they're throwing out these new digital basketball cards. I didn't know exactly what it was. Uh, I didn't know there were video clips. So one guy was explaining <laughs> it to you yesterday. Uh-huh. I know this is full circle. I didn't, really didn't want to cut you off, <laughs> mm-hmm. but the whiskey was hitting. <laughs> and your favorite... Um, <laughs> your favorite... Artist right now is St. John, so I decided to make him Taint John. (laughs) All right, continue. Faint John. (laughs) Faint John. Um, Here, I'm going to show you an example of what they look like. So you can see how cool it is. So when you buy it, it looks like this, right? Okay. It looks like an actual basketball card pack, right? So when you open it, it looks like these. I'll buy something for $99, even if I'm not into sports. I would, I would tell you, because there's a girl I saw on YouTube. She was like, I don't even like basketball. And I just like the excitement of buying these things and flipping them. That's what I'm saying. And sometimes they say that Money is exciting. <laughs> sometimes they say it's even better if you don't know, because then you get heavily invested in a player that you like. Oh, forget about it. That may it. not have value or may have value. And she was like, fuck it, I'm in this. I'm buying all money. of the Iron Man. So let's <laughs> say, I'll show like, you nope. the, the Giannis one. So when you open it, it looks like this. So it comes with like little music and it shows you the play. <clears throat> shows you different angles. It's like watermarked. So that's how it looks like. And then they show you all the stats about that particular game. Hmm. They show you his stats, the game that it came out of. 
the exact minute to when they screenshotted this. So they show you his hometown, when he was born, when he was drafted. So now it's like license and basically all this shit. So that creates the value. And this is number 9,811 of 15,000. So this is considered a limited edition. So they're not going to make any more of this. Gotcha. So let's say there's 100,000 people in the community right now. If yeah. it blows up to, let's say, a million by the end of the year, and I have one of these 15,000 of people that love this guy, there's the value right there. That's why everybody's telling you to hold. If you want to make quick money, I'll flip it right now and buy a more expensive card. And somebody, like say like <laughs> say it's like at 400, mm-hmm. somebody could buy it off you? For- yeah. Okay. You could put it on what they call the marketplace. Yeah. I'll show you the marketplace real quick. So this is the marketplace. So it shows you the different cards, different moments, quote unquote. Mm. And then there's exclusive ones. This one's rare, considered rare. So there's number something out of 200 or whatever. So there's one basketball player on the Kings, actually, the one that's really into this. He was like, yo, I was going to buy my own moment for $400. Now that thing's at $2,000. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Imagine not being able to, able, or <laughs> to, buy, able your to own, buy yourself. Your own stuff. That's crazy. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff to, that goes into this. So I would definitely. Like That's like not your owning research. your masters. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so, I mean, even he's like on Twitch. He does like these live streams opening these packs. It's crazy. It's like a different crazy ass world. And this is just basketball. Imagine if like other sports start picking up on this. Wild. Or make their own version of this stuff. So Europe's going to buy all the soccer yeah. ones. <laughs> so if anybody's interested look up nfts nba top shot there's tons of videos out there if you want any more information i am gonna tell you the same thing because everybody's asking me about it i was like listen i can't explain it to you over text or even over the phone even while i'm talking right now I can't explain <laughs> and then it to jay you shows up at your house with a <laughs> i wish you were here blue sign yo that ass i'm telling you to guys get <laughs> on this right now everybody's talking about it get on it before it's too late yeah and yeah, actually, don't get on it because that's one less person I have to compete with to get a pack. Get on it later, so so you can pay me. Yeah, <laughs> so NFTs look at us the future right there. So I'm a big supporter of it, and I'm gonna continue doing my research. And I will highly recommend anybody that's looking to buy into any of this kind of stuff to to um, you know, do your research yourself. So. Yeah. You know, that took up like 45 minutes, but <laughs> hey, it's a gem for a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's the new thing. Uh, let me see here. You're a hip guy, man. You're up to date. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Everybody's out here doing these cool things with like Bitcoin and stuff like that. I was like trying to find what works for me. Yeah. So and that's the beauty in it. And that's usually the most successful. Yeah, man. People. Shout so. out to everybody in Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try that trend that I told you about? What was that? Calling people and... 1122, I'm going to have people smack me. Oh, you're tr- that's right. Damn, it's mad late. All right, I guess we could try next time. Next time. Once yeah. we have a guest, I think it would be funny, too. We'll have our guest do it. Exactly. Jerry, we're going to have you do something. Aha, never get your hands <laughs> dirty. Uh, let me see. Do, 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 do. Can we talk about bad money for a second? Go ahead. Have you seen what he's been doing lately? The WWE? <laughs> oh, yeah. My man's is living like every... Like millennial boys, like fantasy. He's worked he, hard for it. He's worked hard for it. So he's a rap superstar. He's on top of the world. Yes. He's living his best life. 
He loves wrestling. So now he's in the storyline for like WrestleMania or something like that, like the biggest wrestle event on the planet. So he has, have you ever heard of the 24 seven championship? No. So there's this new championship that's been out maybe like two years. So it's fairly new, maybe three years where it's called the 24 seven championship. So whoever's the champion walks around with the belt and any given moment, anybody can run up on you with a referee and like, take the belt from you basically so it's it's like this whole fiasco it's the funniest thing ever if you look up videos there was this guy um uh the longest reigning champ was actually gronkowski the football player wow yeah so he had like the title for like 50 days or something like that so it changes like this so bad bunny has it right now (laughs) so he walks around with one of the wrestlers as like his bodyguard (laughs) And the bodyguard that he has, I think he's Puerto Rican too. So like they they're making like this thing of wow. it. So people run into the ring when he comes in, and this guy jumps in and like defends him, and he's like defending himself. It's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> I forget who he was with, but he slapped the shit out of him. Uh, damn, who was it? It's probably the Miz, because Something he's like, like beefing that. with the Miz right now. The Miz is like this guy. He used to be on. Uh, MTV Real uh, Real World. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, so I, lost in it because yeah. there's nobody I recognize anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like all new. It's like it's like I bought Mortal Kombat for Xbox. Uh, I'm like, who the fuck is these this? people? Yeah, it's funny because one of the kids I used to work with that I still keep in touch with, he kept me on the wrestling thing, so I know a lot of these faces because he should. He still sends me like Instagram clips of like all these wrestling moments, so I appreciate him for keeping me in the loop with all this stuff. So um, The Miz, actually, it was this guy named Mike from MTV, The Real World. This was like real world, New- real world New York, like maybe 15, maybe 20 years ago. And I remember his character because he used to have an alter ego when he got drunk <laughs> called The Miz. And he was like a huge wrestling fan. Wow. And that was his dream to be a WWE so wrestler. It's become. And he's been in the, in, I would say, call it the league for maybe 10 years now so it's interesting to follow him from like the real world seeing what his passion was to him actually accomplishing it and then being becoming the world champ or whatever and now he's in a storyline with bad, bad bunny, bunny which is also a fan <laughs> so for all like cool. these childhood dreams coming it's true. crazy so he's always had like he has a music video with stone cold steve austin which is fucking nuts he has a song called Booker T. Remember Booker T? Yes. <laughs> so he has a song called Booker T and he's in the That video. guy's like, he didn't have a neck <laughs> at all. <laughs> he was just like this. He was like all traps and dreads. Wow. Yeah. So it, I, I've Who did he roll with though? Who, uh, who's the dude with the blonde hair? Booker T? Yeah. The Booker T was like, sometimes he would, uh, he would team up with, uh, I think he was solo for the most. No, he was he solo, was but WCW, I'm saying like when they would do cage matches and all that, like he I, would. I think when he was in WCW, he had a. Let me see, Booker T tag tag team team partner. <laughs> nah, this guy was not blonde. Look at this. He wasn't. Look at this picture. <laughs> he was black. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Who are you thinking of though? That like, no, the, is it this guy? There's whole is it Rob Van Dam? Is it? Yeah, wait. He I had long he hair. Ta- I think he was tag champ with Rob Van Dam. Yeah, yeah, because he had long hair. Yeah, that's who I meant. You know, for a while I thought Rob Van Dam was related to Jean Claude Van Dam. 
Really? He just, he just has that name because just he looks it. like Van Damme. Yeah, Maybe yeah, it's yeah. Scott Steiner. Remember Scott Steiner? Yes. He had the blonde hair. Well, he yeah. bleached his hair blonde. Yeah, that's what I meant. This guy. Wait, where do you have the picture of Scott jacked. Steiner? I just Googled uh, Booker T Tag Champ. That's Scott Steiner. He used to be the, with the Steiner brothers. He had like a quote-unquote brother. Yeah. <clears throat> I forget what his brother's name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Scott Steiner. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, that's a throwback, so, though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't I can't recognize anybody. So it's like... Yeah. I mean, there's still people like... Uh, I think Triple oh, H shit. is still in there, but he, he like, pops up here and there. <laughs> I fucked myself up. What's that? I had my bracelet hit the top of this, but it sounded like something fell on me. I was, like, <laughs> bugging myself out over here. So, um, let me see. I think... Um, who else is still? You know Rey Mysterio. Absolutely. He's still wrestling. I think his son is actually How old is he now? He is old. He's really got to be He's old. probably like mid-50s maybe. Has to be. Um, But he still looks fantastic. It's nuts. I think even his son is in the storylines. Well, now. you can't even really tell because there's always <laughs> he the, has the mask. mask. <laughs> True. Uh, who else? I know Undertaker retired recently. He was getting uh, old though. Yeah. He Shawn- looked like... Shawn Michaels was in and out here and there, but he was mostly like managing, commentating, j- jumping into storylines here and there. Uh, Triple H was like in the. He stayed a while, but like he he also he was just look starting to look mad. Mm-hmm. He was more in the front office type things, like he was like the commissioner. At some John point. Cena ended up in every action movie you can imagine. John Cena is hilarious. Uh, who else? Uh, 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 I can't think of anybody you know what else happened that's still with in the game. Yeah. I know a lot of these guys, these older guys, are in this thing called uh, AEW, which is like a new brand. I don't know if they're associated with the WWE, but uh, remember Sting? Yes. He's there. Remember Billy Gunn? Sting was cool because he had like that... Uh, the crow look. Yeah, the crow yeah. look. So he's in AEW. Uh, Jericho, Chris Jericho is on there. Holy shit. Um... Billy Gunn is on there. Who else? What happened with... a bunch with, of older um, people. Damn. There's so many, man. So many. Say, don't ask me about Chris Benoit. Because Chris Benoit... Did you hear about Chris Benoit? No. You remember Chris Benoit? Oh, yeah. He... They they called it roid rage. Or like depression. Some kind of depression or something like that. Or some he went crazy. Anger. Yeah, he went crazy. Killed his family. And killed himself. Yeah. That's Chris Benoit. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> I remember they'd be like, Chris Benoit. <laughs> there was somebody in the rap lyric that mentioned him recently and referencing that. I don't know. I guess like the last name Benoit is just like. It's French, right? Canadian. Canadian. I mean, yeah, French. So. That reminds me. Speaking of uh, tasteless rap lyrics, did you hear the Meek Mill thing? About Kobe? Yeah. What yeah. do you think about that? You think what was that, the line again? You think it's as serious as people are making it seem? I mean, somebody's going to do it eventually. True. I'll tell you right now. It's something along the lines of, uh, I'm going to go out with my chopper like Kobe Bryant or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's fact. Uh, I guess, I guess you could say it's too early. Maybe too soon. Too soon. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's it's tough because it's like when you're not. 
I don't know, like hip hop and the basketball game is so heavily like again, they always say like the ball players want to be the rappers and the rappers want to be the ball players. So I feel like it's very heavily intertwined somehow. So to like I wouldn't carry it like I wouldn't say it's too much of an instant insensitivity, but it's kind of like if his wife was in the room listening to the record, like how would you feel? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I have mad respect for Meat Mill in the sense of, like, where he started gearing his career, especially when he started working with Jay-Z and, like, how he was giving back and all this other stuff. So, I mean... Want me to read it to you? Go ahead. Okay, so it says, and don't judge me on my uh, Meek Mill cadence because I don't really listen to Meek like that. Nah, nah, nah. So I'm going to say it the best way I can. This bitch I'm fucking always tell me what she loves. <laughs> Go on. So she okay. I'll just read it. Fuck it. This bitch I'm fucking always tell me that she love, that she love, but she ain't ever showed me. Yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It be another Kobe. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a too soon type situation. Yeah, I feel like if he waited maybe five years, everybody be like, but this is the difference too. Because I feel like they marginalize someone like Meek Mill because they don't see him as a lyricist versus like if Eminem did it, then they praise it because they're like, oh, he's wild anyway. So it's like... Yeah. I think Eminem would disguise it a little better too, you know, lyrically. Because I feel like the punchline, is, I get it, but I think it's a little lazy. But even at the time, like, um, you know, when he was doing stuff about Britney Spears and everybody else, <laughs> what made him popular is because it was the so... Controversy. On the time, it wasn't yeah. a day later. It was of the moment, right on it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So the thing and is, also, it's like, is it, is it the same thing? It's like, oh, it's because it's Meat Mill. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess because everybody loved Kobe so much, and it's still yeah. still fresh. It's very you know? fresh. Um, but I mean, any publicity is good publicity at the moment. So I'm, would I'm Kobe sure fuck streams. with it? Because that's all that matters. <laughs> Would he fuck with it? I mean, he he's a he he was a rapper. Exactly. Maybe he would appreciate the recognition wordplay. Even though I still feel like the wordplay is a little lazy. Because I feel like it's shitty when other people offend it, but the person that it's about isn't. So and he can't even defend himself. God rest his soul. But like, if I was Kobe up in heaven, like yo, that's just kind of fire. I'd be like, <laughs> screw what everybody else thinks. Right. So I guess we'll never, I mean, we'll definitely never know because, you know, he's gone. But yeah, um, the way I saw it, I, I, I thought it was a little too soon. It, it has I to be it. in good taste. You can't be doing right. it because your records are low and you need publicity stunt. Like you have right. to do it because you. I got to listen to the song. What's the name of this fucking song? You know what it is, too? It's like hip hop. Like you want to say it before like Fab says it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like the next week Fab, Fab, will, Fab will say it in some cool ass fucking way, too. Yeah, I remember he stole a bunch of my punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hit you up, Fab, and be like, "Yo, you stole Jay Suarez's uh, God damn it, punchlines." Uh, what's the name of this fucking song? Is it even like out? I mean, I would assume so. If people are listening to it, what's the name of the song, guys? Google, tell me. Meek Mill, Kobe line. Do 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 song. Let's see here. I would have to look this up. Meek Mill drops Kobe Bryant lyric on a leaked song. It's not out yet. It's leaked. 
and people are not okay. <laughs> I mean, he said he apologized to her, like, in private. But people are, like, on him because he didn't do a public apology, so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody's on some okay. shit, but. Yeah. That's what Meek Mill's been up to lately. <laughs> uh, let me see. Do, 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 do. We'll do the call thing next week. Bad Bunny, we spoke about already. Any artists you want to shout out? Dun, 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 dun. I guess we can uh, shout out Jay Sane because the video is dropping tomorrow. So by the time you listen to this episode, head over to YouTube. Is it going to be on Vimeo? You know? Um, it's going to be on a lot of things on top of being around the world because he's yeah. getting a lot of... He sent me a list of the releases that it's going to be on, mm-hmm. whether it's platforms or magazine type you of... You can say it because by the time this comes out... All right, so out. that's right. That's right. So I'll do the ding since we don't have a ding sound. The ding sound. <laughs> All right, so Jay Saint said, publicist just sent me this, that he's got FGUK. Ding. Confirmed for cover Friday. Flex Magazine. Ding. Friday. Sheen Magazine. Ding. And T-E-N-Z. Ding. T-E-N-Z? Yeah. Is that like a TMZ of like a different country? I don't know. hope it is. But yeah, there's there's one in uh, South America, so so one eye photography and Jay Saint South America right up. So look up stick, the letter N, move stick and move on YouTube by Jay Saint. What's his YouTube channel? Because I tried to find it the other day, I couldn't find it. It's Jay Saint TV. I want to say because there's another there's another rapper. rapper. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, who is this? He's, well, this he's is actually kind of dope, too. We'll, get, we'll give, yeah, Jason a shout out. Um, He dropped a song called Fallen, which is going to be his next installment. So I'll play that real cool, mm-hmm. real quick. And let's talk over it so it doesn't get flat. Uh, uh, uh. This is ladies and gentlemen, Jason. Why don't you play Stick and Move to see if anybody listens to this? They might like the song and they'll look up the video. I'll give him so a we'll two for one. We'll play that next, yeah. So, Jason is an artist, that an artist friend of ours, uh, really good friend of ours from years ago that we lost in contact for a little bit, and then we, you know, rekindled the relationship, and he hired us to shoot his uh, stick and move music video. What, like three months ago? Three, four months ago, we shot it in Brooklyn. That was Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, we shot it in Brooklyn. Um, we met his fiance, which is also like an artist too. He's a really yeah. cool guy. Like the vibes were like super dope. You know? Yeah, it was a fun day. Um, I would say it was one of the most fun music video shoots that I was at because the creativity was there. Yeah, we went old school style where we like filled a bucket of water and like spread it <laughs> on the ground to get reflections of light yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, let me lower this a little bit. Other one. I'm on the, the no 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 the phone one. Oh, this one. I wanted to overpower, but yeah, oh. it was fun, man. Like we were in this like abandoned church that's like a rented space for like anything, like any kind of events or like music videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Overall, it was a fun day. Um, I love when we shoot music videos for artists that take it seriously. So they had choreography, like they were going ham with the choreography. They were like spraying water on themselves to make it look like they're sweating. So, you know, the whole concept was there. 
I love when people approach us with a certain idea and we can expand on the idea and shoot the idea flawlessly. I think it took us what, like maybe like an eight to 10 hour shoot. Yeah. And we got all the footage that we needed. You edited it beautifully. He sat in on the edit session with you and uh, got it where exactly where everybody was happy with it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see the final product because I saw the first draft or second draft. So I haven't, I don't think I've seen the actual final, final copies. I just always love like where the collaboration goes, where when these artists team up with us and we team up with them, like it always ends up being a new elevation in their career. And same for us where it's like, you know, like I feel like we're doing videos again, like you said, we're like bringing it up there Mm -hmm. where like people are getting like a hype Williams vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. Or no, I don't see anybody else giving it little hints of K-pops and all this other yeah. shit. And I love the colors of everything going on in this video. There's blues, there's reds, there's greens, there's whites, there's everything. Let me hit him with a little bit of stick and move. So stick move is like a very Caribbean dance vibe to it. And another thing I like about shooting music videos of songs that we actually like. Because we're listening to this thing for like 10 to 12 hours in a whole day. So if the song is good, at least halfway decent. Not saying that this one's halfway decent, but I'm just saying in general. If it's halfway decent, it makes it more enjoyable to shoot, you know? If you're shooting a video for a shitty song, which we've done before. And it's all like full circle too, because... uh a natural does a lot of the arrangements right. for uh, Jay Sane and stuff like that. So it's artists and artists and artists and artists, and it's just like artists that we've mentioned here on the podcast before, shouted out a whole bunch of times before as individual artists themselves. Uh, added their little spices to these songs that we shoot. So it's like a circle of friends that are like putting their hands or putting their little like, little spices on this recipe. So. Yeah, he had a he had like a video clip. Um, he he was on um, SOBs recently, mm-hmm. and uh, like a live stream performance. Yeah, he 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 had said that uh, in the interview that that this was his favorite video to date. Uh, she asked him like, which uh, was his favorite music video, and um, you know. He said this one. Stick move. Yeah, I was trying to find the little clip because I saved it. You guys had a moment too. Yeah. Did you post it on the page? The stick and move. Shout out to him. Uh, blessings come in uh, weird ways, but I'm glad uh, he got hurt. <laughs> Can I see it? <laughs> so, um, B and Kent Brand wants to know what's your favorite video you created? My favorite video I created has to be the one that I'm dropping this Friday. Okay. It has to be Stick and Move. Um, It's coming out this Friday. I will be um, putting the teaser out after our conversation, actually. Um, So I'll be putting the teaser out on my social after the conversation. Um, Stick and Move is definitely my favorite, only because I got to show myself off as a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, anyone who's ever been to one of my shows know that I perform. Like I'm a dancer, I I do it all. Um, and the performance and and being a performer is incredibly 
important to me because I feel like the artists that have longevity, even mm-hmm. if it's them um, sitting in front of the mic or singing, um, you have to have some level of performance yes. to 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 really. Yeah, um, so succeed. it's kind of like you know, with Jay saying, you know, it's funny because he's a football player turn artist. <laughs> Um, he's half Dominican, half Haitian. He's a big boy. <laughs> raised in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, came out as a gay male to the public as an artist. And, you know, a lot of these things in people's personal lives and to the public is like leaps and bounds of breaking stigmas, breaking records. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. So I think he uh, is working on his second installment of an album. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you can catch your boys on that second visual mm-hmm. after this one drops. Yeah, man. So again, stick and move. We don't on sleep. YouTube. Jay Saint. <laughs> we work on our own shit. We work on other people's shit. We are here to help you guys elevate your visuals. Visuals. All right? So holla at us. Visuals. And with that said, we are done here. <laughs> Head over to YouTube because 80% of you guys are still not subscribed to the channel. So subscribe. You guys are the terrible reception. Stop slacking. Stop slacking. <laughs> Yo, our views, and that could be... To the pandemic on YouTube, it went from like I saw our first podcast. Granted, you know, it was hype around it. There was a lot of people anticipating it, like 300 views. Now we're down to like an average of like 15 to 20 on YouTube. And I get it. Dropped. But I know, know our videos are long too. They're like two fucking hours. Yeah. Some people don't got that time. I get it. I understand. But tune so into listen. your favorite parts. So listen, turn on the bell notification, subscribe. You will get a notification every time we drop a video. Even if you don't watch the video, at least watch it for a few seconds, leave a comment, leave a review or whatever. Um, On Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a rating and leave a review. That's very important for us because without that, we are nothing, unfortunately. Um, And Spotify, make sure you follow the podcast. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. That's Benetton Music, B-E-N-A-T-T-O-N Music on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Terrible Reception on Instagram. One Eye Photography on Instagram. And I, myself, Jay Suarez, a.k.a. Jet Plane J. We need another takeoff sound. Uh, So a ding, a takeoff. Hold on, let me write these down. Hold on. All right, so we're going to have a ding. Sounds a ding like from YouTube's subscribe. We need a a takeoff airplane sound. Airplane. I want a thunder sound for Trap Jesus. Thunder. Something that has to do with clouds opening or something. (laughs) And uh, yeah, you know, um, we're gonna have a lot of goodies coming your way. Yeah. Again, I am Trap Jesus. This is the uh, the flyest of the fly, the jet plane J user. And uh, thanks again for tuning into the Terrible Reception podcast because we're chilling out since episode 51. I hope you guys like the new layout. Yeah. Leave a comment below. <laughs> leave, a new, leave a comment below if you like this. If not, 
too bad. We're too very bad. comfortable yes. in this. And hopefully next week or next episode, whenever that may be, we will have Jerry, the photographer. Yes. Jerry Torres. And with that said, let's hit him with the intro in the outro. Whoopin'! <laughs> Can you hear it? Can you hear it?